All right, here we go. Episode two of the Basketball Podcast. I'm Kumu, and as always, I'm joined by Asfa. Hey. And today we are going to be discussing the Western Conference standings and playoffs and matchups and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, do you have your table ready? Yup. It took me a really long time to actually go through everything, summarize, look at all the teams, how they are, and I finally have come to a conclusion of what my, what I think the top eight teams would be. So I think this is going to be fun. Yeah, man, I, I still can't figure out the <laughs> third, fourth, and fifth, and sixth, and you know, or even a eighth place. It's so hard. I don't know what's yeah. going to happen there. Anyway, let's yeah. see what we have. Yes. Right, you want to put out your table first? Okay, so with. Uh, so I think all of us can safely say that the number one seed is fixed. The Lakers are untouchable right now. They have an amazing, yeah. they have an amazing team. And not to mention that LeBron has had four months to rest again. Like we saw how arrested LeBron was tearing the league at, uh, tearing the league in the regular season, and now that he's been rested for four months again. Uh, I don't think there's anyone who can touch LeBron in 80 this time. So the Lakers are the clear cut to be the number one seed, and uh, the second yeah. seed, yeah, the second seed. I feel the Clippers will still hang on to it. Kawhi and PG, yes, they've had their issues, uh, like chemistry wise and all that. But I think they're gonna figure it out. And considering that the team is pretty good, so it's not like they're just dependent on Kawhi and PG. They have Lou. They have all these other pieces which really fit well together. So that is why the Clippers would be. Would actually be a pretty good uh, pick to be the second seed as well. Uh, the Nuggets are uh, the current third seed, and uh, I would say that they would hang on to it because, uh, again, eight games is not a lot, and uh, they are like one and a half games above the fourth seed right now, and I think they'll hang on to it. Uh, like there are a lot of variables as Nikola Nikola Jokic has contracted the virus, so we don't know how he would be. But he has trained pretty hard, and you know all the skinny Jokic memes as we discussed in the previous podcast, yeah. podcast as well. It's so, no more. <laughs> it's no more pot belly Jokic. It's gonna be six pack ab Jokic now. So yeah, <laughs> yes, but that was before he got the virus. So we don't know how his conditioning is right now. Then when he comes yeah, back, true. he'll have because the teams have started practicing, but Jokic isn't part of it. So how game ready mm. he would be then? That would actually be a huge factor, considering that the other members of his team are not. Uh, you know, don't show up as much as he does, and it the entire offense runs through him. But even though all this adversity would be there, I would still, uh, I would still uh, back the Nuggets to have the third seed again. Uh, my pick for the fourth seed is the Houston Rockets, and uh, why I feel that is currently they are, uh, I guess, one game behind the fourth seed, which is the Jazz. And uh, I feel the Jazz are going to drop down considering that uh, uh, they have a lot of team chemistry thing going on right now. And I I somehow feel that uh, Houston, they have an easier schedule as well. Uh, so I feel that the Rockets will take advantage of that. And uh, again... Oh no, um, Houston have a harder schedule than the Jazz. Oh, sorry. My bad. I missed that. Okay. Uh, they have a harder schedule. Yeah. yeah, okay. But again, I would still uh, back Harden and Westbrook to actually build up because they're just behind by one game. So uh, that is one mm. thing I feel that uh, Rockets have a better chance at climbing to the 
so fourth seed and again harden and westbrook are hungry for this they wanted this for so long and they finally have a team that actually meshes well together and they play the style of basketball that actually complements both of them harden does not have to do a lot of work on the offensive end and uh, westbrook can just do his thing so this is a style which complements both of them and i feel they will thrive in it and we we saw glimpses of it during the regular season as well so i picked them to be mm-hmm. the fourth seed and uh, i feel the thunder would stay in the fifth seed uh the thunder have an e- uh, the thunder have a slightly more difficult schedule than the jazz but cp3 and those guys pretty young guys so they have also been playing really really well actually exceeding expectations everyone thought that thunder would be a lottery team this time considering that both their star superstars left in the uh, like left in the off season but somehow they're here in the fifth seed and i feel that they will stay here uh, then the sixth seed would be the jazz in my opinion because of all the things i mentioned team chemistry and donovan mitchell and uh, rudy gobert had the virus and all those things so i feel the jazz are going to drop down and uh, i feel the mavericks going to stay put at 7 they are fairly mm. comfortable there and uh now let's get to the 8th seed the real <laughs> this is where it gets real so memphis yeah. are, memphis are currently at the 8th seed and uh, they technically do have the best shot at getting the 8th seed considering that they are in the 8th seed and for any other team to beat them they have to after staying like after they after the entire eight games are over and they have like they they're eligible to get into the play in tournament the other team would have to beat memphis twice but mm. considering all those things i still feel the pelicans would be able to get through because you have zion you have lonzo you have uh, you have all these guys the really really young core and if you look at the grizzlies they have ja morant they have uh, jaren jackson junior but the pelicans are just a better team a better cohesive team and somehow i feel that zion will will this team to the playoffs as well and one more thing i do not want jj redick to miss out on his playoff streak so that is one that is a soft corner <laughs> i ha- i have for jj redick so but again the grizzlies and i uh, i would not pick the trail blazers because they have a really really hard schedule so i yeah. i'm not uh, i mean yes they would be getting yusuf nurkic back but i do not think again yusuf nurkic hasn't played in a very long time so to get him back and for every, and uh, even rodney hood would be out you have uh, zach collins would be out so i feel the uh, trail blazers would not be able to get in and the other teams again uh, the kind of form and the kind of players the pelicans have they just outmatch the other teams who are fighting for the 8th seed so i give my edge to the pelicans to go go to the 8th seed so these are my top 8 what about you kumu let's see what you yeah. have it's actually you know, almost the same table <laughs> <laughs> Lakers are first. There's no disputing that. Yep. No way they can drop off. They have five point five games ahead on second seed, and yes. even though they have the fourth hardest schedule, they, they're going to breeze through a couple of those games. There's no way they're going to lose more than six games out of them. Yeah, that's true. Clippers will get the second seed. They have a moderately easy schedule. It's thirteen hardest. 
and they're two point five games ahead of the third seed, and I don't see them dropping three games. And I definitely don't see any of the teams below winning all their games. Yes, that's then uh, here's my conflict. So this is where I'm really conflicted. So I can easily see Denver losing at least three games because if you see um, the Denver have one win. So the Denver have Miami, Oklahoma, San Antonio, Portland, Utah, Lakers, Clippers, and Toronto. They can they can lose to Miami. They could lose to OKC. It's it's a stretch, but they can. You know, when OKC been very well. San Antonio, Portland, Utah probably wins for them. Lakers and Clippers, they're probably going to lose to them. And so they also probably might lose to Toronto at the end. So you could see them going four and four, which would, yeah, which would like impact the chance of the third seed. Whereas Houston, on the other hand, have, um, so Houston have Dallas, Milwaukee, Portland, Lakers, Sacramento, San Antonio, Indiana, and Philly. So, I'd, I'd expect Houston to beat Dallas. Uh, yeah. Milwaukee, yeah, they're probably going to lose to Milwaukee. Portland, they'll, they'll, they'll win Portland. There's no, there's no losing to Portland. They're probably going to be the fodder team for these playoffs. Yeah. Lakers, they could be the Lakers. They have done it and they could beat them again if they have all the guys. And yeah, arrested LeBron James is the scariest thing <laughs> in the world. They could <laughs> That's beat them. You never know. Yep. Sacramento, San Antonio uh, probably wins easy wins for them. Yeah. Indy is also another easy, not an easy win, but it is a win. But actually, it should be an easy win because yeah. they don't have Victor Oladipo. Yeah, anymore. Oladipo is sitting out, so yes, yeah, Indy would be. Yeah, so that should be a win. And Philly, yeah, they, uh, I I take the Rockets over Philly. I don't know actually. So Philly have really now they have a fit Ben Simmons and a Joel Embiid. Yeah, Again, Joel would, Embiid's yeah. size and everything, like his injuries could always come back. But yeah, but yeah, but this I don't know. I, yeah, but this matchup would be pretty good, don't you think? Like the complete yeah. small ball versus the complete big ball, if I be. <laughs> I swear. So, <laughs> so I could yeah. see the rock is going from anywhere between seven and one to five and three. Yeah. So there is a chance where they finish third ahead of Denver. Yes. And but there's also a scenario where they could remain six. So. I know Houston or oh, okay, they they might finish fifth. I don't think they're gonna finish sixth. So that's where Houston are for me. Yeah, yes. Fourth place is again between Denver and Houston. One of those teams are gonna get it. Denver have a Denver have a solid team. They have a really hard schedule. So that's so Denver have the fifth hardest schedule and Houston have the eighth hardest schedule. So yeah. That's where all this comes in. I'm gonna take OKC as fifth. They've been playing well. No one expected this from them. Yeah. And uh, I can see them making the one game on Utah. Um, I think they are 9.5 games behind on Utah, 8.5. So, yeah, they can easily make the one game on Utah. Yep. Because, especially because now um, Utah are the 15 hardest on strength of schedule and OKC are the 12. So, there's not too much variance over there. And yeah, Utah, I, I expect Utah to have a lot of problems. Like, they didn't finish the season well before lockdown, they were on a huge slump. Yeah. Maybe the lockdown was a good thing for them because it arrested the slum, but you never know. And there have been all talks of you know, team chemistry issues with between um, Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, especially for what Rudy Gobert did. I mean, they're professionals. They should make up out of all that. I don't expect to yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, but, stick to this, but still, you never it, know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What are you saying? No, I, no. Continue, continue. Okay, so um, yeah, Dallas is seventh. 
we're two and a half games, I mean, a game and a half behind Houston on sixth. And they have the 11th hard schedule, but I don't know. I want, still want to see how Luca comes back from all his shenanigans in Serbia. I think Serbia. Uh, how Porzingis is also doing and all that now. Oh, now this is where it actually gets interesting. So <laughs> I haven't penciled in uh, New Orleans as the eighth seed. Okay. So for me, it's between. Um, so I feel like at the end of all this, New Orleans will finish in eight. Uh, I'm going Memphis, Memphis in ninth, Sacramento in tenth, Portland eleventh, and San Antonio in twelfth. Okay. And I ex- uh, and Phoenix in thirteen. There's no way Phoenix is even going to have a chance. <laughs> I expect all five of these teams to have a shot at the playoffs. So I'm going Memphis, Portland, New Orleans, Sacramento, and San Antonio to all be in the playoffs. Uh, Portland will be the first team out because okay. it's just Dame and C- actually you don't know again because Dame always does come up on a big moment. Yeah. So does. you never know, but if they could just manage to squeeze it because they have a third hardest schedule and they are they are literally going to be a fodder team for all the th- other teams to get easy wins on them because they like you said, Houston Nurkic is coming back after a huge layoff. They don't have Zach Collins. They don't have Rodney Hood. It's going to be heavily reliant on CJ and Dame. And yeah. their wings are horrible. They don't have any wings at all. Yeah. And well, who's there at the center now? Hassan Whiteside? I do not trust him to do anything good in a big game. So. Yeah, Hassan Whiteside can be a bit streaky. So. Yeah. So And even when he does put up good numbers, he usually puts them when the team is losing. So <laughs> that tells you more than you need to know. Yeah, it starts so, over. Yeah, I feel like... Yeah. So it's Portland are out for me. San Antonio or San Antonio. There's no way they're coming back, right? Lamarcus Aldridge and Demar DeRozan. Their styles would have been better if they were playing in the early 2000s. Yeah, that's true. They can't survive now. Yeah. So it's for me, it's between Sacramento, New Orleans, and Memphis. And uh, I could see one of these teams beating Sacramento and it's it's going to be a finals between Memphis and New Orleans. So yeah. I still have to see what's going to happen there. But <laughs> yeah, for now, for the sake of this argument, yeah, we can put New Orleans as the eighth seed. Yeah. So yeah, it's the exact same table as yours. Yeah. So yeah. So I guess the, exactly with eight games left, I don't think there's a huge amount of variation that can happen. But this is what it might look like at the end. Uh, so yep. So you have Clippers. So you have Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Jazz, Thunder, Rockets, Mavericks, and the Pelicans. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So we're having um, so it's going to be the Pelicans as the eighth seed, right? Yep, Pelicans are the eighth seed. All right. So let's move on then to the matchups. Yep. So let's see. So the first round matchup would be Lakers versus Pelicans, Zion versus LeBron. Oh, that would be yeah. fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. So everyone's been waiting for this and all that. But yeah, yeah. Like they, yeah. Lakers are probably going to sweep the Pelicans, to be honest. Yeah, but I would give... four <laughs> No, I would or a four and one gentleman sweep. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I yeah, I think it would be a gentleman sweep. The Pelicans would somehow scratch a game, like just find a way to win one game, because again they would kind of be on a revenge tour as an organization because the way AD left them last last season. Oh yeah. You know you have that bad blood which is boiling with them. So meeting them in the first round, they would want some revenge, and 
if you look at all the young guys, you have Josh Hart, you have uh, Lonzo Ball, you have Brandon Ingram. All these guys were traded by LeBron, like by traded by the Lakers. So these people would want to prove something to the Lakers as well. So, uh, but again, the talent is completely superior in the Lakers. But I feel that the Pelicans will give them a really hard out every night. It might, yeah, it would still turn out to be a four-one sweep. A four-one gentleman sweep, but every match would be really, really difficult. Like the Lakers would have to earn it, is in my opinion, basically. Yeah, um, I'm I'm going to go for a four-one. Yeah. See, yeah, as great as Zion is, and as good as he's going to be, he's still a rookie. Yeah, that's. He true. still has to find his feet. He's been amazing since he's since he's like been fit. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, he's still a rookie. He has no, and the playoff is completely different from a regular season. I get that. And especially yes. when you're facing that Lakers team, which is again one of the biggest teams in the league, they have size which can handle Zion because they have AD and LeBron who can go like toe to toe with him and it just comes on bulk. And apart from maybe Drew Holiday and Derek Favors, they have no one who has any decent experience in playoff. Brandon Ingram, this is going to be his first playoff if he makes it. Yeah. Same thing for Lonzo Ball and Josh Hart. Hmm. None of them, even Melly and uh, who's the other center, the other rookie, what's his name? Jackson Hayes. They aren't yeah. like, I don't think they can step up to that level. So, yeah, yeah th- this gives me I can vibes. See a sweep. Yeah, but this gives me vibes of our Celtics team two years back. Complete novices. They had no clue of the playoffs, but somehow they managed to eat the finals. So, that's what I'm drawing from. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> that Celtics team had like probably deep. The the biggest one of the biggest brains in basketball in Al Horford, and they yeah. had same pick and roll. They just used to keep throwing between Horford and It, and they also had a really good defender in Avery Bradley who used to do a lot of good things over there. So yeah. I don't see any that many parallels between okay, okay. the Pelicans and Celtics. Okay, let me just digress from this. Uh, can we just talk about how amazing Zion's first game was? I mean, that was literally theatrical. The way he hit four three-pointers in a row. Uh, that Ooh, please, man. I never expected that from him. Exactly. So, you know, uh, we expected him to, you know, we were expecting so much out of him from the start of the season, but he didn't. Because of his injury, he wasn't able to play. But when he came to the fireworks, I mean, it was, it was just like a, like a movie playing out that, he wasn't playing well the first three uh, quarters, but somehow something came into him that he wanted to will his team to victory. Hit four three four three pointers in a row, so that is just something that blows my mind, and that just made me a believer in Zion, in a way, because three pointers are not his special specialty. But in his first game, he was able to do that. You know, just silencing all the critics and being able to rise up to the expectations. That just made me a believer mm. in Zion. That's why I feel the Pelicans have a really good future ahead of them. Yeah, I agree. Like they have a good future, but yeah, but as okay. of right now, in the present, no, nah, I'm not too sure. They they have what it takes to make it to the playoffs. I mean, past the weird eighth seed fight playoff thingy, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think they have a chance. They definitely don't have a chance against Lakers. And like yeah, you yeah. say, they might go four and one. Yeah, they might I'm, go four and zero. Oh. Yeah, I'm just betting again, uh, betting that they win one game, not no more than that. So, yeah, be, yeah, again. So yeah, so the second first round matchup would be the Clippers versus the Mavericks. What do you think? Yeah, this is going to be another 
I, 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 this time I'm going for a gentleman sweep with a 4-1 sweep by the Clippers. Okay. I'm not sure. So the problem I have with Dallas is unless Luca's firing on all cylinders, they have not shown that they can win. And when Luca's out, it was one of the worst stretches of like matches ever. They never played that bad. Pozingis did come in here and there, here and then fill up a bit, but he he didn't seem to go back to the Pozingis. He was pre-injury. And apart from those two, they lacked that. It's J.J. Barea and Seth Curry and Dorian Finney-Smith and who else? That's it, right? Yeah, they have Tim Hardaway Jr. Other, yeah, Tim Hardaway Jr. and all that. So, I don't expect any of them to come hey, up big. Yeah, Seth they, Curry can shoot some threes. They have Boban. Oh, yeah. So, they have the MVP <laughs> Boban. But, um, and let's be real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think MVP Boban is going to be helpful other than Pushing the ball out on the backboard or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, I feel Mavericks might be able to get two games. I mean, I'm being too hmm. optimistic here, but uh, that's because uh, Luca has played in pressure, pressure situations. He's actually been brought up in such situations playing all the way in Europe. He's been a finals MVP there. So I feel he would be able to handle this pressure much better. And uh, speaking mm. about Porzingis, there was a stretch, I guess, where Luca was injured and Porzingis was like, the team didn't win as such, but then Porzingis was able to get his own feet under him. And I feel yeah. these four months would have given him time to practice and get back to him because he also had suffered a really, really gruesome injury. And for a person of his size, it would take time for him to, you know, get back to normal. So I feel mm. this hiatus has would have given him time to practice and get back. And uh, again, that what you said is true that their bench hasn't particularly performed very well. But they do have the talent. Seth Curry can... Uh, win games for them, but again, it, he is very streaky. All these people are not that reliable, but uh, I feel that they might be able to come together to win a game or two. But the Clippers would be able to cruise through the series as well, so that should yeah. be an issue. Yeah, and also, like how we speak about arrested LeBron, scares LeBron, you're gonna have arrested Kawhi and arrested Paul George oh, now. Like, yeah, whatever injury they had last season should be way behind them now. Yes, yes. So yes, this, they will actually be the scariest proposition in the entire league right now. Yeah, yeah, and and, yeah. and is playing as well. You so. know what? Yeah, and yeah. you never know. Like Luca has been used to it since he was like sixteen or seventeen. He's the next I don't know kid, amazing or whatever. But yeah, yeah, Luca could even win them to a four and three. But yeah, there's no way they're winning the series. Yeah, there's no way they're winning the series. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, so the next, so our third seed was the Rockets. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we have the Rockets versus the Jazz. Third versus the sixth, right? The Jazz dropped to sixth. Hmm. Yep. So, so it's the Rockets versus the Jazz. Yeah, so what do you think? This reminds me of so many. I just want to see Westbrook go at Rudy Gobert again <laughs> and make him his baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That was the best match I've seen. That was my favorite Rockets match the entire season. I hated them the first half, but yeah. as soon as the Clint Capella trade went through, they just went to another level. Yeah. It's like almost like they had to get rid of Capella. And Covington has been such a huge boost for them on the on the defensive side. Yes. It's just opened so many avenues for them and they seem like one of the most well oiled machine like teams. Again, they're the most streaky team. They have the biggest variance in the league. They can walk. 
playing like the best team the league's ever seen, and he can also play like one of the worst team in all the playoffs. So it depends on which Houston turns up, but Houston have the potential to get knocked out in the first round, and they also have the potential to go on and win the whole thing. Yeah, that's true. But I don't think anything else defines them anymore. But yeah, I expect Houston to win this maybe a four-one or four-two again. So. Yeah, I'm sure that. Yeah, even I even I feel they're gonna win four one, uh, but uh, I feel this entire playoff run would depend a lot on Westbrook the way he plays. I mean, if he can yeah. like in the first half of this uh, season, he was shooting a lot of threes, shooting a lot of uh, you know uh, <clears throat> shots outside the board, which is not where he's actually pretty good at. He is good at barreling towards the ring dunking all over tall people making other people dance so that is what he is good at and that's what he focused on in the second half of the se- uh, of the season after the clint capella trade so if he still does that if he manages to perform at that level the houston rockets would definitely be unstoppable because he would be yeah. going in and you have four pretty good shooters out there he can throw it out anywhere and if you need a bucket you have james harden anyway so this team would be really scary, but the X factor here would definitely be Westbrook if he performs. Yeah, and also, yeah, yeah. Also, let's not forget like Westbrook and Harden known for like choking in the playoffs. They have had to carry a chip on his shoulder all yes. So we expect them to get rid of that at some point. So this could be that one. Yes. So yeah. So for Harden, it is kind of a redemption tour because every time he's been. Uh, not let off the hook, but then he's had this excuse that he he has had to carry his team throughout the regular season, literally exhaust himself so that he he would exhaust himself in the regular season, so he wouldn't have the stamina to battle through the playoffs. But now he's had those mm. four months to rest and you know regain all his strength. So let's see how he takes it and if he goes on a redemption tour and shows everyone that he does not choke in the playoffs, it's going to be really scary for this entire Western Conference. So, I am backing yeah, the, I yeah, I am backing the Houston Rockets to get out of the first round at least without any uh, difficulty as such. A 4-1 sweep. So, yeah. And I feel bad for the yeah. Jazz. I mean, they look good. I mean, after the Mike Connolly trade, I thought they would do something, but it just hasn't been that good of a season. Towards the end, I feel. Yeah. They started off good, but then towards the end, they just... <clears throat> and to be fair, like Mike Conley hasn't really played like what they expect of. He hasn't been great at all. Exactly, exactly. That's, so, yeah. So yeah. They, yeah, they expected Mike Connolly to, you know, hold on hold the fort when Donovan Mitchell goes like goes to the bench or you know, side by side they can share the load. But he hasn't hmm. been able to perform at that level. So that has actually brought them down. Yeah. So right. so the next matchup is OKC and Denver. Oh, also, before that, so like we said, uh, Denver and Rockets could easily switch places. One could be third and the other could be fourth. So, yeah. if you had Denver against Utah, who would you go for? Denver against Utah. Uh, this is... I would go... Denver. I mean, this would be a really, uh, really tough series, I guess. But I would go Denver in seven. Uh, Denver seven. Yeah. Okay. That is solely because of Jokic. I mean, if he would play at the way, like if he can actually play like he normally does, uh, I give the Nuggets a an edge over the Jazz. Yeah. Um. See, the only problem for me with Nuggets is like, 
past two playoffs have seen with the uh, core they have. Jokic has only been the, this has been the only one who's ever turned up. Like Jamal Murray has still a lot to show in the playoffs. He's never he's never been there. Yes. And who's the guy they traded? Uh, Malik Beasley. He's been the one who played extremely well last year in the playoffs for them. Yes. Gary Harris hasn't done much. Will Barton is here and there. Yeah. Paul Millsap is another big X factor for them. But I still take the Nuggets to beat uh, Utah yeah. in like five or six games. I don't think it'll go to seven games because. I don't know. I'm just not. Sh- I'm not sure about Utah at all. Like, <laughs> yeah, they have all the best centers and they are yeah. extremely good two guard and all that. But yeah, it's, there's so many questions about them. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay. So, so yeah, uh, now it's gonna be Denver against OKC, which is what we thought it might be. So yeah. So Denver versus OKC. Ah, uh, I. Want to pick the Thunder, but then it won't be realistic. So the Nuggets would. Really, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really have a soft corner for this Thunder team as well because the way they've risen, you know, they've just broken out of expectations. No one expected them to be here, but the way they've played yeah. has been truly amazing. But and uh, they played so well, and so they've I mean, gone completely against the norm of where the league is right now. So the league is like a wing-dominated league where. It's your twos and your threes and your fours that actually dominate the game. You know, mm-hmm. the Thunder had probably a worst set of wings ever in, in the entire league, even worse than maybe like Atlanta Hawks or something. They have horrible set of wings. They traded away the best wing in Jeremy Grant to Denver, and there's no one. But what they do is they play this insane three guard rotation of um, not only a rotation, they just play three guards at once. And yeah, Dennis Schroeder, Chris Paul, and uh, Shea Yes. Yeah, and they play Danilo and um, was it Steven Adams at the back, and they just kill it. Like these three guys just on circles around people. Danny, you can always depend on Yalnari giving you at least twenty points and yes. eight rebounds every match. He always does it. And Steven Adams is a stone, is a rock hard center, like exactly what these three tiny guys need. They're good defensively. They're good. They play really good, like like offensive style of basketball. I love them. I would love to see them go through. Yeah. But yeah, then what's going to go? <laughs> like, they do have a pretty good team. I guess uh, Shagil just Alexander. Alexander has really broken out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, again, he would take a couple of years to develop. But then the way he's actually blossomed under Chris Paul's mentorship, it has really shown this yeah. season. Yes. Uh, so, again, uh, if this score continues, I guess next year they would be able to do well in the playoffs, but this time I feel the Nuggets, you know, being a better team in general would be able to, you know, ease through yeah. that as well. And uh, if it wasn't the Nuggets, uh, they would be facing the Jazz, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be tough, right? Uh, what do you think? If, the Jazz, uh, yeah, if yeah. the Jazz would be facing the Thunder. Oh, I don't think the Jazz would have, like, face the Thunder because... I can easily see the I can I easily see um Houston and OKC like overtake the Jazz. Okay. But even if the situation arises, like mm-hmm. I'm taking a Thunder any day over the Jazz. Yeah, true that. Uh, like the... Steven Adams versus Gobert would probably be a stalemate. Right? Uh-huh. I'd all ex- like I easily expect Chris Paul to do a number on Donald Mitchell. Yeah, you could probably have Galnari and Joe Ingles match up well over there, but everywhere else, I take Shea Gilgis and then Shoda, or the other guys Jazz have. Yeah, true. 
and j- the OKC they they so like accustomed to playing together. They're so fluid. They, everyone knows where to go, and they just have such good chemistry. Yeah, it's the exact opposite with the Jazz. So yeah, Thunder is gonna beat them anyway. Yeah. So yeah. So the middle so, of the, uh, the middle of the table is yeah. A so mess. so yeah, but yeah. <laughs> So now uh, round two will be um, for us. It's going to be the Lakers versus Denver and the Clippers versus Houston. So let's go to the first one. Lakers, Denver. I mean, yeah, that's... it's hard to look another way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. The Nuggets are going to win anyway. <laughs> yeah. So we might as well pencil in for the championship. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the Lakers are going to just dismiss the Nuggets, I feel. It's not even, it's not even going to be close. LeBron, AD, yeah, just I mean, much, yeah. So. I, I see, like, I don't see it going beyond 4-2. Yeah, exactly. 4-2. Like, we I, have to finish it in six games. I feel it's going to be a sweep. I just don't yeah. feel like <laughs> the, the Nuggets, I mean, uh, the one advantage the Nuggets usually have is their uh, home court advantage that when the teams go up to Denver to play, they have a, oh, time, yeah. they have a difficult time to acclimate with the low... Altitude. Yeah, altitude and stuff. So that is an advantage which Denver usually plays with. But right now, all that is neutralized. So I feel it wouldn't be that much of a difference. And Lakers would just hmm. tear them apart, in my opinion. And also, yeah, uh, I'll just add this. So I forgot to add this before. But um, I see the OKC and U- I mean OKC Denver series being the only series going to like seven games among all the other first-round series. So yeah. that tells you more about the Nuggets than you should know. There's no way they're going to match up against the Lakers. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, so, the Nuggets yeah. are technically... Lakers are easily true. Yeah, the Nuggets are a really good regular season team. But when it comes to the playoffs, they just do not have the personnel. As of now, like they haven't... They don't have proven personnel to, you know, get them over the hump. So that is something they would have to look over. Yeah, exactly. And they can't like just rely on Jokic the entire time. Like LeBron and AD can easily like... You know, like shut him. Okay, you can't easily shut him up, but they can do something on him, and he's gonna need help from others. Exactly. So that's how it is. And uh, so semifinals two will be Clippers against Houston. Oh yeah. So what are you going for there? Uh, I would go Clippers in six or seven because I am not betting. Mm. Against, I am not betting against Kawhi and PG uh, because uh, you. On the other side, you have two offensive powerhouses, but on the other side, you have two defensive beasts. So yeah, two two-way players like proper yeah, two-way exactly. wings. So it's not uh, because Kawhi and PG are both really, really good wing defenders. They can literally stay in front of anyone. So mm. I really feel that they might be able to neutralize uh, Westbrook, and oh, Westbrook can actually be neutralized by Pat Beverly as well. So you you can just throw defenders at them, dude. You have Pat Beverly, yeah. you have uh, uh, Marcus Morris, you have Kawhi, you have PG. You can just throw bodies at these two people. So it is real. It would get really difficult for both of them to just keep driving in. So that's why I feel they will just wear down in the end. And on the other side, PG and you know what PG and Kawhi can do on the offensive end. And the Rockets are just not that good defensively, considering they don't have that much of a size. They don't have that much size as well. Uh, so but they have been a lot better defensively when they then when they had Clint Capello. Yeah, that like did. I think they went to the eighth defensive, like the DVOE went to the eighth best in the league from the 14 to 15 it was with Clint. So they've become much better defensively with 
Yeah, but uh, that's the difference between the regular season and the playoffs. Here, the team gets to sit, analyze everything for the like for the next one whole week. They're just gonna play this team, so they they sit, they analyze each and every pattern the other team runs. So it is easier for the other team to beat it. So exactly, but this small ball experiment is so unique that everyone is intrigued to see how it actually plays out. So uh, it can mm. either be a really, really good move, and they can, you know, exceed all expectations and beat the Clippers as well, because this is a very unpredictable team. So we don't know what to expect. <laughs> we we don't actually know what to expect out of them. But uh, considering how good the other team, the Clippers, are, I'm taking the Clippers. So what's your opinion? Hmm. Yeah, I'd say like among all the teams in the league. There are only two teams that can match up against Houston well, and one of them is the Clippers, and the other is Boston. Because Clippers don't have that size, and they don't have that size for good reason. They don't need that bulky, slow center in the middle, yes. blocking and clogging up the lane. And the Clippers have the perfect center to tackle that in Montrezl Harrell. They can just like shut Zubac off the entire series, make him sit on a bench and warm his seat or something. And they can just <laughs> depend on Harrell the entire time because. There's no one better than Harold to defend these kind of, these kind of teams. He's like what a six eight center, yeah, power forward actually, who just plays as a center and he's physical. So yeah, and like you said, like they can just throw defenders on to Harden and Westbrook. Uh, Westbrook might be a problem for them to handle because then again his power and speed might be a bit too much. But yes, I think like Kawhi can shut down Harden. I mean, he can't shut down Harden, but then it's going to be another thing like the on like you know. The unstoppable force and immovable yeah. object kind of thing. Yeah, because yeah, we but, know. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah, Harden is an amazing scorer, but Kawhi being there would actually make it harder for him to score. He will still get yeah. his, get his buckets, but it'll be really, really difficult. Yeah, he's gonna have to work for them, really work for them. So, I see. Yeah, I I probably take the Clippers as well in this, but I can easily see the Houston winning. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if they did, and I expect this to be a seven-game series. Oh, but here's my thing. So this is my hot hot take. Okay. Yeah. If it's a Clippers against Houston thing, I take the Clippers, and just just my personal choice and opinion. But if it's the Clippers against the Lakers, I mean the Houston the Rockets against the Lakers, I'm taking the Rockets against the Lakers because I don't think the Lakers can handle the Rockets. However good LeBron and AD are, they can't play both LeBron and AD on the same court and be able to block all these small guys all around. So yeah. That's my hot take. That and is if a that happens, mm-hmm. yeah. And if that happens, I'm taking the Houston go to the finals. In how many games? What? How how many games do you think the series would go? Again, man. Like <laughs> Houston can it can go from anywhere like four and two, like from five to seven games. Yeah. yeah okay. I could easily. I could. I couldn't easily see, but there is a way that there is a path where it leads to the Rockets beating the Lakers four one in the second okay. round. Yeah, it, it's it's very unlikely, but yeah, it can happen. Yeah, that can happen. Okay, so yeah, so the finals is the two LA teams, just as everyone expected in the beginning, <laughs> the season. Yeah, like, so no the, doubts there. Yeah, so Lakers versus the Clippers. Uh, this would have been a spectacle on the Staples Center, wouldn't have? Oh yeah. yeah. But like, how do you like how do you decide the home court advantage over there? I mean, yeah. for me, it feels like. Even when it's a home court, supposed to be home court, Clippers is going to be a home court for the Lakers because the Clippers yeah. have no fans there. Exactly. It's a Lakers-dominated city. It's never going to be a Clipper-dominated city. Yeah, true that. 
So that's so, what I. Yeah. The neutral so, venue is a good thing for the Clippers. <laughs> exactly, the neutral venue is a really good thing for the Clippers because even during their home game, they would have Laker chance going on. So, in a way, yeah. that, is, that is good for the Clippers. So yeah, tell me, who do you think is gonna go to the NBA Finals? Um. Yeah, this is definitely going to seventh game. There's no way there's an ending before that. <laughs> yeah. So who do you think is going to win the seventh game? Uh, I'll take the I'll take the Clippers only because of the depth. Yeah. Yeah, much better depth than the Lakers. Like Lakers do have some very good depth players like Rondo and Bradley and all that. But yeah, they also signed Markeith Morris, the other Morris. Yeah. We're gonna have a Morris battle over here. So yeah, yeah I I'm going for the Clippers. I'm I'm going for the Clippers solely based on the fact that um you got two incredible two-way wings in the Clippers and also a bunch of other extremely good defenders like even the Lakers do have an Avery Bradley will Avery Bradley be going I don't think he's going I think no, he's Avery Brad- off. no Avery Bradley isn't going and he's been replaced by JR JR oh now I'm definitely going for the <laughs> Clippers then there's no way <laughs> no just kidding. Yeah, um, yeah, this is going to be a good match. It's going to be a tight match. I'm just, I'm not betting on anyone at all for this because it's going to go anyway. Yes. Yeah, I'm going for the Clippers. I'm just, I'm going to bet my, like, I'm not going to bet again, like, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I expect more from Kawhi and Paul George. Yeah. Okay, so I think it would be the about Lakers. You? Yeah, I think it would be the Lakers. Uh, wow. solely, solely because it's LeBron. And, uh, I think he knows that this might be his last actual chance to win another wing because after this, he would be getting older and the league would be getting better. So he knows that this is his, this may be his last chance at getting that. Much game. better because remember, yeah. definitely Golden State are going to be back and they are like, yeah, like you have go- yeah, you have Golden State coming back. You have. Uh, the getting better. Yeah, you have Brooklyn Nets getting better. You have Dallas getting better. You have Houston, which have a culture building there. Then the Clippers would be even better next season. So hopefully, yeah. <laughs> so this is the chance. This is the Lakers' time, and uh, I don't think LeBron's gonna throw it away. And uh, he has had hmm. moments to train to get his rest. body in peak physical condition. Rest, more importantly, because this guy has had. A really, really tough, you know, a tough um, career, if I may, because he has had, he has played eight continuous NBA finals. That how exhausting would that, you know, it's we can't even perceive how exhausting that would be. Eight continuous finals and just willing his team because most of the time his team has been the underdog. So he 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 has had to will his team to the finals each and every time. And this time he he had a rest the previous season as well, and now he's had rest as well. So he is rejuvenated. He is ready. He wants this more than anything in the world. And we saw glimpses of how good LeBron is. His outside his outside shot has become incredible. Oh, yeah. it, was, it was logo Lillard. Now it's logo LeBron. He's just pulling up from anywhere in the court and just draining it. He, you can still see the ferocity with which he just drives into the ring and just dunks it over people at this age. So, and he has the perfect partner in AD as well. Uh, and the mm. support, yeah, the one knock against this Lakers team would be the bench and the supporting cast. Uh, but 
I feel LeBron has played with worse odds and come out on top. So I'm not gonna bet against yeah. LeBron any day. Uh, but this series would actually, you know, once and for all end the discussion of who right now is the best player in the league. Is it LeBron or is it Kawhi? Because if Kawhi is able to dominate LeBron this time, there would be no question that Kawhi is, you know, the clear. Yeah, he's definitely the best player in the league. Yeah. Because but see, I don't think LeBron has had like tough odds, especially when he's in the Eastern Conference. Because the entire span he was with the uh, Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers, the Eastern Conference has been dog shit. Like yeah, they've been true. horrible. <laughs> so it's been literally been a cakewalk for him every single season with the Cavs getting to the finals. Now in the finals, he faced a completely different monster in the Golden State. But yeah, the odds were never really against him that way. So we gotta see what he does this time. Yeah. So I mean, if you look at the last two seasons, uh, even in the playoffs, he had to like in the Eastern Conference playoffs as well. He had to struggle a lot. Uh, we had uh, the Pacers who had given him a really hard time. We had the Celtics who gave him a really hard time, and uh, so the Celtics did give him a hard time. But yeah. I think he did beat the Pacers in five or six games, if I'm not wrong. And, no, no, uh, the, the Pacers swept Toronto when over he. Yeah, the, he, the one with the, Paul George, right? No, 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 the one with Victor Oladipo. The same season. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Correct. And then he can, swept the yeah. he swept the Raptors. Yeah. Yeah. Which was, that was Lebronto back then, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you so had there's no to, questioning that. Yeah. So again, so again, this is this is gonna be a really, really, really fun series with no no one can actually predict who's gonna win. Even the critics are completely torn apart who's gonna win because the Clippers are definitely a better team, but then you have just a powerhouse here. Which can trample anyone, but we just have to see who can come out of this. It's going to be a completely amazing series, is what I can say. And I hope we get this conference finals because this is the and uh, I, this can be a hot take in my opinion. But the person who wins the Western Conference Finals, in my opinion, will be the NBA champion because I do not feel. Oh, so you're going Lakers all the way. Yep, I'm going Lakers. Lakers or Clippers all the way. I mean, uh, whoever wins the... I mean, my pick is the Lakers. But even if the Clippers go through, I feel that they will be able to beat Milwaukee. So, because... Uh, oh, if, so a sneak peek to your, your predictions already. <laughs> <laughs> True that. So, yep. Let's... It's going to be fun. I mean, I just can't wait. I just want 31st of July to come as fast as possible. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. So, as for Lakers all the way. Uh, Lakers all the way, man. I mean, I just don't want to bet against LeBron. That's. Alright, that's the way it is then. Lakers yeah. all the way. <laughs> so, thanks for tuning into episode two of the Basketball Podcast. Please make sure you follow us on Spotify and send us a review on Anchor.fm. We'll be back every Friday and next week we'll do the Eastern Conference, right? Yep. Tune in every week. We are here. We're giving you information which we feel you as the armchair fan requires. So, take care. Join us next week as well. Bye-bye. Bye.